the just because deal. Hey, oh, what's this? Breakfast from Mickey D's. From me? Yep. Why? Cause it's morning and you like McDonald's. Let's eat while it's hot. There's a deal for every act of kindness at McDonald's. The steak, egg, and cheese bagel is back at McDonald's. Order ahead on the app and pick up curbside. Price and participation may vary. McD app download and registration required. They said lowering drug prices was a fight we couldn't win. The big drug companies have billions of dollars and an army of lobbyists. But AARP stood with our 38 million members and forced the drug companies to lower drug prices. It's a victory for all Americans. But Big Pharma won't give up, so neither will AARP. Join our fight at aarp.org slash fierce defender. That's aarp.org slash fierce defender. Beyond the darkness, beyond the human evolution, is Khan, a genetically superior tyrant, exiled to a barren planet, banished by a starship commander he is destined to destroy. Left for dead, he has survived. Chase him round the moons of Nibia and round the Antares maelstrom and round Perdition's flames before I give him up. There she is. to go on hurting you. I shall leave you as you left me, marooned for all eternity, buried alive, buried alive. Sean! Sean! At the end of the universe lies the beginning of vengeance. Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan. For over 55 years, Star Trek has provided millions with a gateway into the future, tapped into the hopes and dreams of those that dare to imagine. It has provided heroes to adore and villains to fear. It does not seem possible, but there was a time when Star Trek was on the brink of falling into obscurity. That is, until one film was released that firmly placed not just the Star Trek film series, but Star Trek in general into legendary popular culture status. Released in 1983 and directed by Nicholas Meyer, Star Trek II Wrath of Khan tells the tale of the crew of the USS Enterprise, 
on a training mission under Captain Spock and Admiral James T. Kirk, Leonard Nimoy, and William Shatner in their landmark roles. The legendary crew, and mostly cadets, are called to an investigate incident that is occurring at a science station where Kirk's past will come after him in the form of a superhuman villain, Khan Noonan Singh. With the fate of the galaxy at stake, these two will battle, and the results end up being quite tragic. These next two clips demonstrate where our two key people are at the start of the film. Kirk has been newly promoted to Admiral and relegated to Starfleet Command. In the first scene, we will hear the regret he has and the fear of getting old in a conversation he has with Dr. McCoy on his birthday. Then we will encounter Khan in one of the most terrifying scenes in science fiction film history. He encounters Pavel Chekhov in Chekhov's current commander and subjects them to a torture that is unimaginable. Happy birthday, Jim. Romulan ale. Why, Bones, you know this is illegal. I only use it for medicinal purposes. I got aboard a ship that brings me in a case every now and then across a neutral zone. Now, don't be a prig. 2283. Yeah, well, it takes this stuff a while to ferment. Mm. Here, give me. Now, you open this one. I'm almost afraid to. What is it? Klingon aphrodisiacs? No. My bones. This is charming. For most patients your age, I usually recommend Retinox 5. I'm allergic to Retinox. Exactly. Cheers. Cheers. <sighs> Happy birthday. I don't know what to say. Well, you could say thank you. Thank you. Damn it, Jim, what the hell is the matter with you? Other people have birthdays. Why are we treating yours like a funeral? Bones, I don't want to be lectured. What the hell do you want? This is not about age. And you know it. It's about you flying a goddamn computer console when you want to be out there hopping galaxies. Spare me your notions of poetry, please. We all have our assigned duties. Paul, you're hiding. Hiding behind rules and regulations. Who am I hiding from? From yourself, Admiral. Don't mince words, Bones. What do you really think? Jim, I'm your doctor, and I'm your friend. Get back your command. Get it back before you turn into part of this collection before you really do grow old. And now, Khan. Oh, not all at once. And not... 
Instantly, to be sure. You see, their young enter through the ears and wrap themselves around the cerebral cortex. This has the effect of rendering the victim extremely susceptible to uh, suggestion. Later, as they grow, follows madness and death. Can listen to me. These are pets, of course. Not white. Domesticated. Khan, Captain Kirk was only doing his duty. No. Khan was first introduced in the first season Star Trek episode Space Seed. We see this natural clash between him and Captain Kirk. It is there because of how alike they are. They are both driven, stubborn, unwilling to back down or surrender. The only difference is Kirk has compassion, where Khan is cold, callous, and calculating. In one exchange between these two foes, we hear Kirk's cunning way to keep Khan engaged and Khan's merciless response to him. Then, despite the hopelessness Khan has placed Kirk in, we hear what makes James T. Kirk truly heroic and what made him a hero for me throughout my life. God's sakes. What is it? Bloodsucker. You're gonna have to do your own dirty work now. Do you hear me? Do you? Kirk. Kirk, you're still alive, my old friend. Still old friend. You've managed to kill just about everyone else, but like a poor marksman, you keep missing the target. Perhaps I no longer need to try, Admiral. Oh no! They're going caretaking! Khan. Khan, you've got Genesis. 
but you don't have me. You are going to kill me, Khan. You're going to have to come down here. You're going to have to come down here. I've done far worse than kill you. I've hurt you. And I wish to go on hurting you. I shall leave you as you left me. As you left her. Marooned for all eternity in the center of a dead planet. Buried alive. Buried alive. And now... Captain Kirk shows why he's a hero. Sir, may I ask you a question? What's on your mind, Lieutenant? The Kobayashi Maru, sir. Are you asking me if we're playing out that scenario now? On the test, sir. Will you tell me what you did? I would really like to know. Lieutenant, you are looking at the only Starfleet cadet who ever beat the no-win scenario. How? I reprogrammed the simulation so it was possible to rescue the ship. What? He cheated. I changed the conditions of the test. Got a commendation for original thinking. I don't like to lose. Then you never faced that situation. Faced death. I don't believe in the no-win scenario. Kirk to Spock. It's two hours. Are you ready? Right on schedule, Admiral. Just give us your coordinates and we'll beam you aboard. All right. I don't like to lose. We were immobilized. Captain Spock said it would be two days. Scott Captain, you of all people go by the book. Spock! You know Dr. Marcus? Why, of course. Hello, Mr. Spock. I'm taking this much sick bag. By the book? By the book. Regulation 46A. If transmissions are being monitored during battle, no uncoded messages on an open channel. You lied. I exaggerated. Hours instead of days. Now we have minutes instead of hours. They're inoperative, low sea deck. What is we're here on? Not much, Admiral. We have partial main power. That's it? Best we could do in two hours. Lost in this epic, poetic, brilliant, Ahab versus the whale-esque battle between Kirk and Khan is Spock's role in this film. This is Leonard Nimoy's greatest performance. Throughout the film, Spock seems uneasy in his role, more guarded. And Spock, being a Vulcan, has always been conflicted, being half-human, and not, because of his Vulcan heritage, not being able to allow his human side to come out. But this film, he does show glimpses of his humanity. In our next scene, in fair warning, spoiler alert, Spock sacrifices himself to save the crew and ship. In this scene, we hear just how human Spock truly is, and how much his friendship means to Captain Kirk. I'm also not ashamed to admit it. This is the first time I cried while watching a film, is when I viewed this scene for the first time when I was eight years old.
Spock! Yes. Don't grieve, Admiral. Just logical. The needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few. reviewed debacle that was Star Trek the motion picture, Paramount took a major risk in making a second film. The risk came with an edict that the film returned to the space adventures that encapsulated the original series. It did that and then some. This film is the reason that we still have this monumental groundbreaking phenomenon that is Star Trek. It not only enthralled viewers then, it still does today. This film recently celebrated its 40th anniversary, and for me, it's been 40 years of being the greatest science fiction film ever made. For those that are initiated, or better yet, those that have yet to experience the Star Trek universe, I highly advise starting here. You will not regret it. Join me next week when we look at arguably greatest performance of Robert De Niro's career with Martin Scorsese's masterpiece, Raging Bull. To close this week's film review, I feel it is best to hear the words spoken by James T. Kirk at Spock's funeral near the end of this film. For WMNH and Matt Connerton Unleashed, this has been a classic film review with Eric We are Pilcher. assembled here today to pay final respects to our honored dead. And yet it should be noted that in the midst of our sorrow, this death takes place in the shadow of new life. The sunrise of a new world. A world that our beloved comrade gave his life to protect and nourish. He did not feel this sacrifice a vain or empty one. And we will not debate his profound wisdom at these proceedings. Of my friend, I can only say this. 
of all the souls I have encountered in my travels. His was the most human. Others? When Big Mobile charges you an arm and a leg, they're taking your money and your power. And your arm and leg. Boost Mobile gives your power back with an unlimited plan for $25 a month on one of America's largest 5G networks. We can't give you back your arm and your leg because we're not qualified surgeons. Unless you're an iguana who can grow limbs back. Switch to Boost and get an unlimited plan for $25 a month. Boost Mobile. Unleash your power. New customers only. One line, $25 per month with auto pay. Additional restrictions apply. See BoostMobile.com for details. Texting privacy policy in terms and conditions posted at textplan.us. Texting rules for occurring automated text marketing messages. Message data rates may apply. Reply stop, opt out. The pandemic has been hard on all our kids. New studies show more than one in three children who started school in the pandemic now need intensive reading help. That's right. Millions of kids in kindergarten through third grade in the United States cannot read at grade level. Here's the good news. Your child can be reading in just 30 days, guaranteed, with Hooked on Phonics. Even if your child has been struggling, Hooked on Phonics will teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. And right now, you can get started for just one dollar. Text the word GRADE to 323232 right now. Hooked on Phonics is highly effective and incredibly fun. And everything can be done right from home and in less than 20 minutes a day. For more than 30 years, Hooked on Phonics has been the proven learn-to-read program that kids love to use. Text GRADE to 323232 and teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. Text GRADE to 323232 right now and get started for just one dollar. Text GRADE to 323232 now. Text GRADE to 323232. 